0: all right guys i get asked a lot again kyle how can i help i want to help out with undaunted life what can i do but don't forget you guys if you haven't already partnered with us to help equip men to push back darkness you can do that very easily by going to www.undaunted.life backslash donate so we've already had a bunch of guys hop on to give us one-time donations and a lot of people that have done monthly donations and guys that's going to be paying dividends very very soon so in the next few weeks you're going to be seeing some announcements for me some for some different things that are coming out some things that i promised that i was going to get out to you and I, i don't really want to give anything away so make sure that you're watching us on social media and check back here on the podcast. And then also just another update on the YouTube channel stuff. About half of my videos, we had to make some adjustments with the music. And so some of the music has been muted in a couple of different places. It's just kind of a weird deal, but we, we uploaded our entire backlog all at the same time. And so we, we, we weren't really able to kind of make the small changes we wanted to make. And I know I'm kind of being cagey with how I'm saying it, but essentially by next week, we should have the music situation completely figured out and taken care of. But let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be talking about today because last Thursday. Thursday on May the 13th of 2021. That is a seminal day now in the history of the world, because the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC here in the United States gave us some incredibly surprising breaking news. I mean, just absolutely shocking. Stop the press's news. And it was this, that fully vaccinated people, people that got the COVID vaccine no longer had to wear masks or socially distance in most indoor and outdoor situations. I know. Shocking stuff, right? Because that news is perfectly obvious to basically anybody with a functioning brain, right? Because at the end of the day, these vaccines either work or they don't. There's not like a middle ground where they kind of work. They really fundamentally binary one zero. They either work or they don't work and up until about last thursday it seemed like the cdc wasn't exactly sure if they worked so the new notice on the cdc website clarified by saying that the masks were still to be worn on planes awesome buses trains and other forms of public transport also in correctional facilities homeless shelters places like that and this was all announced by the cdc director rochelle walensky so she's kind of taken it in the teeth so you've probably heard her name uh, a little bit being mentioned but she said this whenever she did her little announcement quote If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things you had stopped because of the pandemic, she said. And then she also said that we all have longed for this moment when we can get back to some sense of normalcy, unquote. Right. So that's great. We're so glad we can get back to normal. Thanks to the CDC. The updated guidance on the website said this quote, fully vaccinated people can resume activities without wearing a mask or physically distancing, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local businesses and workplace guidance. So thank you, CDC for giving personal business owners, private business owners, the right to, and permission to basically say, if they want to have mask mandates, they can have mask mandates. Thank you, CDC. But she also cited quotes, scientific data On the performance of our vaccines and our understanding of how the virus spreads, unquote. That was the reason for the update. But she failed to actually specify which scientific studies proved this. Like what studies from what laboratory or what university or what think tank, like what studies prove this? She didn't exactly cite that. It's kind of an important thing to mention, don't you think? I think it's pretty important. Now, now the CDC has been widely criticized for how they've handled business during the pandemic, and they've earned that criticism, right? They, they, they should be taking it in the teeth right now. But they've literally flip-flopped on almost every important detail, from masking to vaccines. The, the CDC has just not gotten this right. And I want to be fair to them and say, like, well, no one got this right anywhere around the world, unless you were like an island nation and you just locked down the entire island and, you know, you kind of took care of business that way. No one did well with this right? Including the United States. But just the day before this announcement on Wednesday, before this announcement, people like Walensky and the honorable, ineffable, magnanimous, amazing Dr. Anthony Fauci, the greatest doctor in the history of doctors, they were basically saying mask up or die. If you don't mask up, you're trying to kill grandma. You're trying to kill everybody else. It's just not smart. You got Dr. Fauci sparring with members of Congress, right? And in, in basically saying that, no, 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 masking's not theater. This isn't theater. This is real. We're trying to save lives here. And in another specific example of the CDC, they haven't just been wrong. They've been purposely misleading. So on April 27th, I don't know if you heard about this because not a whole lot of people were talking about this because, you know, the news cycle has been insane, but Walensky, this is a CDC director. She said, quote, less than 10% of documented transmissions in many studies have occurred outdoors. So if you hear someone say something like that, I forgot to say in quote, but you, you get the idea. Less than 10% of documented transmissions have occurred outdoors. So you're thinking that the number is right around 10% of documented transmissions have occurred outdoors. But the New York Times, you, you know, it's bad when the New York Times has to correct you. But David Leinhart, or I think that's how you say his name, Leinhart he reported, quote, in truth, the share of transmission that has occurred outdoors seems to be below 1% and maybe below 0.1% unquote. I mean, just think about that. And and the reporter from the times also said this quote, saying that less than 10% of COVID transmission occurs outdoors is akin to saying that shark attacks, sharks attack fewer than 20,000 swimmers per year. When the actual number worldwide is around 150, it's both true and deceiving. I mean, just think about that. The New York times is basically punching a member of the Biden administration in the teeth. She's not technically part of the Biden administration, but she does work under that administration, but they've been very, very wrong on a lot of things. And then they've purposely misled us. They've lied to us as a public. So here's a question for people that love the CDC, right? That the people that just, they won't even breathe unless the CDC tells them it's okay. What important detail or information about COVID-19, the the virus, the pandemic has the CDC been correct on from the get-go? I mean, I've followed this pretty closely, as a lot of you have. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure I could find one, to be fair. But what have they been correct on from the very beginning? And you just want to listen to these people? But it's not necessarily the CDC I want to talk about. I want to talk about the aftermath. So they make this announcement, and the immediate aftermath of this announcement is not excitement. It's not celebration. It was complete and utter confusion. And for good reason. Because for well over a year now, you've been telling us mask, got a mask, got a mask, mask or die. That's, that's how it's got to be. And then all of a sudden, without any other breaking news about some special study that has been done, we're told that we can take the masks off now. And what this led to for a lot of people, which is actually kind of fun to watch, is this virtue signaling dilemma, right? I, there was this meme I found online, Clay Travis posted it, I posted it, and it's wear my mask to signal my virtue versus remove my mask to show i'm vaccinated ooh because over a year now people have been able to signal how virtuous they were they are and how much they care about humanity how much they love thy neighbor by wearing a mask but now if they continue wearing their mask people are going to think they're unvaccinated don't want to be one of those people one of those unvaccinated neanderthals can you imagine But then you also have people like AOC, who's who's literally one of the smartest people that we've ever had as a member of the human race. She came out and said that she's not going to stop moving her mask or not moving. She's not going to stop wearing her mask. Right. She came out. She tried to make it all cute. She's like, oh, even if you don't want to do your makeup, you can wear your mask. But she's going to continue to wear her mask. Even though the CDC that we were supposed to be worshiping at the altar of, even though they said that we don't have to do it anymore, she's fully vaccinated. But it's not just politicians that are getting into the action, even companies, companies like Target, which Target, man, they have taken about every left-leaning position they could possibly take. I don't know who they're, they're potentially doing this for, but they said that they won't fully go along with the new guidelines. They're saying that they need to look at the data for themselves because I didn't know a bunch of epidemiologists and scientists worked at Target. I saw those people that, you know, wore red shirts and, you know, put out clothes. I'm sorry, but I, I guess I didn't realize that, but it's very weird that target is doing that because just five seconds ago they would have their employees accost people at the door if they weren't wearing masks. And why did they do that? They did that based on the CDC guidance. So I wonder why the CDC has all of a sudden fallen out of favor. Is that not interesting? And then we also saw an immediate shift in language from the co-presidents. Okay, so Co President Biden tweeted this on May the 13th, quote, the rule is now simple. Oh, 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 get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. Ooh, ominous. And then Co President Kamala Harris said this on May 16th, a few days later, quote, get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do, unquote. Now, this would be the thing. If I was in a room with Biden and Kamala Harris, I'd basically be talking to Kamala because Biden would either be asleep or playing with blocks or something like that. But the argument that I would make to them is like, whoa, 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 I thought it was my body, my choice. The government cannot legislate what I do with my body. I've been told that over and over. Every time I'm making the pro-life cause argument. I'm told that it's my body, my choice. And how dare I say anything different? I thought that's how all this worked. So the thing, the thing is about all this, I'm just, I'm going to take a short aside here. I feel like no one is talking about how incredibly concerning it is that the leader, at at least in title of the free world is all but demanding that we inject ourselves with a vaccine, demanding it. And then that's echoed by the other co-president demanding that we do this thing. The, the government should have no right to tell us that. And they don't have a right to tell us that. And then whenever you, you get people, this happened, I forget what department it was. It may have been, even been Fauci, but someone on the Senate panel asked them like, Hey, how many people in your office are vaccinated? And it's around 50 or 60%. So even these people that are running these organizations, they don't even have 100% vaccination in their own organizations. It's probably because people get a choice as to whether or not they do these things. But when you have the president basically threaten you, the rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. Those are the only two options. That's it. That's incredibly concerning stuff. I mean, if people want to talk about authoritarianism, they want to talk about Trump and they want to talk about all these things. When did Trump ever say something like that? And and I'm not resolving Trump of all the stupid things that he said and did during his residency. But my goodness, if you're not paying attention to this, you should. You need to wake up. But the timing of this announcement by the CDC was sure interesting. Was it not? I'm sure a lot of you caught that. But let's talk about what the news cycle was at the beginning of last week. Okay. So we had ransomware hackers. They shut down a major gas pipeline that served basically half of the East Coast and people couldn't get gas. People couldn't get to work, they couldn't get to the job site, couldn't go anywhere. You had people putting gasoline in plastic tubs, plastic bags, it was a big problem. But for the people that could actually get gas, they were paying these new inflated gas prices. Gas prices are way high. It feels like we're in Europe all of a sudden. But then we've got also inflation across the board, you know, from lumber to milk, everything costs more since Biden's taken office. We have a solvable crisis at our southern border. the United States with Mexico. And the Biden administration has quietly been restarting the wall construction. Even co-president Kamala Harris has not gone down to really check out what's going on down at the border, even though she's technically in charge of it. Then we also have Palestinian terrorists, right? They're now emboldened, apparently, because of an old daughter that's in the White House. And they are actively killing Israelis, shooting rockets into Israel. We've got Biden's approval numbers. They've basically stagnated which is not good running into 2022. And it looks like Republicans are poised to take back the House and potentially even, you know, take back a majority in the Senate in 2022. That was the news cycle. Horrible for the Biden administration. Oh, and basically every front. Markets weren't happy. People weren't happy. Bad stuff all around. And then, like magic, the CDC and Dr. Fauci, they swoop down and they tell us all that we can take our masks off. I mean, what a dink! I mean, isn't it so interesting that that was announced in the middle of a horrible news cycle? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Kyle, I mean, that's that's correlation, not causation. And I would agree with you. But my goodness, how coincidental. Now, the reality here, guys, and, and we found this out. If you didn't know it beforehand, you definitely knew it last Thursday with this announcement. The CDC and Dr. Fauci and all those people, they are political operatives. This proves it. This absolutely proves it. Because, again, they didn't cite new evidence, specific new evidence, to say that we could take our masks off after, after we were vaccinated. That There's too much smoke for there to not be fire in this situation. Okay? Because we already knew what they announced last week. That if the vaccines work, flowchart, then you can take your masks off. That, that it's as simple as it gets. But we've been pushed to get vaccines for months and months now And then there was no incentive to stop doing the things that were basically inconvenient for you. All right. And the whole thing about this kind of this is kind of a mind control thing, but there's been so much fear porn that has been peddled in this situation with COVID 19. And it's been peddled mainly by the media and by your elected officials, typically Democrats, right? Now let's go back to the media. The media, they don't have Trump anymore. So they are clinging with all their might to COVID 19 because all of their numbers, all their viewership has gone down, which means all their revenue for advertising has gone down. So they have to cling to something. And if it bleeds, it leads and nothing bleeds more than COVID-19 apparently. And so we saw this for months and months and you still see it now here and there, but 24 seven on stations like MSNBC and CNN, we had the COVID ticker, right? The body count essentially. And that's all they could talk about. Even local media. Oh, you know, this is how many new cases we have in this county. And that's all it's been for over a year. But now that COVID is seemingly on the wane and, you know, on the ropes, what are they going to talk about? People are going to expect them to talk about, I don't know, the Biden administration, some of the horrific things that are happening under this administration, the, the worsening of the American economy, the American workforce, all those things. The media needs other things to talk about. And Trump is essentially irrelevant right now. He said he was going to launch his own social media site. It basically was like a blog that you can like sign up for. It's like, it's a newsletter. He didn't launch a new Twitter. So they have nothing to talk about. So they have to keep giving you this fear porn. And then you've got your elected officials, even them. They don't have Trump anymore. So they're clinging to COVID-19 because they can't point at the orange man and say, look how bad he is. He's basically orange Hitler. They don't have that guy anymore. But again, these elected officials, again, mainly Democrats, almost 100 percent Democrats, to be honest, the vaccine hesitancy that we're experiencing right now, that we're told is a big issue was caused by the media and Democrats. I mean, just do you remember this clip of Kamala Harris during the VP debate last October? I mean, just, just listen to this, because it's an interesting way for her to act at that time. Again, she's just a political operative. She doesn't really care. She'll say anything to basically get elected, stay elected. But listen to her when she's asked about vaccinations. Um, for life to get back to normal, Dr. Anthony Fauci and other experts say that most of the people who can be vaccinated need to be vaccinated. But half of Americans now say they wouldn't take a vaccine if it was released now. If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans take it and would you take it? If the public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us that we should take it, I'm not taking it. If Donald Trump says we should take it, I'm not taking it. But we got to listen to the doctors. We got to listen to the science. We got to waggle, waggle, waggle. And then she started cackling like the Joker. But that was the message. But let me just ask you this fundamental question, co-president Kamala Harris. What is the fundamental difference between the vaccine and its status in the world in October of last year versus May of this year? Same companies were developing it. It's just a new person in the White House. But all of a sudden, it's get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. That's so interesting, right? Again, Pointing out hypocrisy with political people, that's like the easiest punching bag. That's the lowest hanging fruit that you could possibly hit, but it's still important to point it out. But guys, what this causes is there are two main issues that I see from all of this, okay? And the first is that we have allowed the government to control us with ease. And the second is we have a growing number of people worshiping at the altar of science. So let's go ahead and talk about the first thing. We've allowed the government to control us with ease. Guys, if we've improved, if we've proven anything, throughout this entire pandemic and i mean us as a people you can talk about us as americans as westerners but even just you know people on the planet it's that we are incredibly compliant incredibly compliant you know 15 days to slow the spread turned into over a year of basically the exact same dr- draconian conditions regardless of the state you lived in now things have opened up in red states a lot earlier than they have in blue states but we are incredibly compliant we were told wear a mask we were told don't go to church We were told, you don't need the farmer's market or the small shop anymore, but we're going to keep Target and Walmart open. And we just went along with everything. And the only people that pushed back were the ones that made the news. Those are the people that are basically getting fined $10,000 a day or whatever it is to keep their gym open in New Jersey or something like that. And a lot of those people, it's not going to be a positive ending for those folks. A lot of those people are going to lose their livelihoods. They're going to lose their businesses. They're going to lose every penny. They may even go to jail. Because we basically told the government, yeah, okay, push us around, tell us what to do. We're comfortable with it because you're father government and that's fine because here's the thing, guys, COVID-19 was either released on purpose or it was a complete accident that it was released. There isn't another opinion. And some of you might be, you know, might be kind of weirded out by me saying the release language. I don't think there's a whole lot of evidence. Actually, I don't think there's a shred of evidence right now that shows that COVID-19 jumped from a bat or a pangolin or something like that into a person. We have no evidence of that whatsoever. There is a way, way, way stronger case to to the fact that this was, this was in a lab being manipulated and then it was released on accident. Okay. But it was either released on purpose or it was an accidental release. There isn't another option. But guys, and again, I don't have a tinfoil hat on. For those of you not watching me on YouTube, I just have my headphones on. There's no tinfoil in this photo. Okay. Is it really crazy though? I mean, now seeing what we've seen, that this isn't potentially a dry run for something bigger in the future. Because here's the deal. If it was released on purpose, this was maybe a dry run. And, and I don't know that that's likely. That's, that's super tinfoil haty stuff. I don't know that it was released on purpose. I, d- I would say that's probably not likely. But even if it was released on accident, it was some sort of astrologically huge accident. Your government overlords saw how you reacted. And they can use that info in the future. They, they saw you go and snatch up toilet paper. They saw you go up and buy all the Lysol. You know, you have Lysol now for the next 74 years. They saw this. And then they also saw how easily they could manipulate you. Dr. Fauci says, ah, you don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to wear it. You don't need to wear it. you know, we need that for other people. Don't even worry about the mask. Oh, and then all of a sudden, he's like, no, no, M95, two of them, in fact. Two masks are better than one. Like, how can you take these people seriously at this point? This all seems to me kind of like an interesting experiment in social engineering. And other people have pointed that out, right? Because... We're seeing what people do when they're, you know, given some sort of a conflict, some sort of thing that's pushing back against them. This also made me think of what happened. I forget what year it was, but it was years back. With in the aftermath of the Charlie Hebdo massacre, right when the Islamic fundamentalist terrorists took took offense that they would, you know, draw a picture of Muhammad, and they decided, hey, let's go in and slaughter people because we're evil bastards. Um, but Facebook did this thing at the time that everyone thought was interesting and unique and, you know, good. They allowed you to put a filter of the French flag. So, you know, blue, white, red, you know, put that on top of your profile picture. And so, up to that moment, I don't think that it, that had ever happened before. If you had kind of a filtered picture, it's because, you know, you created it yourself, you're a graphic designer or something like that. But with one click of a button, you could put that on top of your Facebook profile picture. I have people in my friend list today that still have that filter on their picture for whatever reason and they're active on Facebook. But then it came out later. I don't know if it was weeks later or months later. It doesn't really matter. Facebook was tracking the people that were doing that. They were getting information on you to see if you were the type of person that would simply click a button to show solidarity. Because if, and they they were able to determine a lot of different things and it wasn't just, hey, how can we sell to these people? How can we sell this data so that we can make more revenue? Which I'm, you know, it is what it is. Have your own opinion about that. But that was a social engineering experiment. And people just, okay, burp, and they just clicked the button and they just went for it. So COVID, to a degree, feels like that. Again, even if it was an accident, and I probably think it's an accident, I say probably. They're able to get this data, they have a year's worth of data to see what it's going to do to you and how you're going to respond. And to get to the second interesting thing here is that we have a growing number of people worshiping at the altar of signs, Okay. Because here's the thing, guys, there is no such thing as, quote unquote, the science. I'm using air quotes. The science. There's no such thing. The science says this. Well, I'm going to follow the science. What science? You need to talk about something specific. What specifically do you mean? What scientific study? Right. You know, what what laboratory performed this? Guys, there are scientists that perform science, but it's not the science. So science is fundamentally, you know, changing and evolving because we have new ways of testing theories and we have new, new ways of thinking about things, but people just talk about the science. I'm going to be in the party of science, which side note, isn't that super rich people that are like, Oh, I'm in the party of science. Oh yeah. What's a woman then Mr. Or Mrs. Party of science. Cause those are the same people telling me that a man can have a uterus, right? But they're the party of science. But here's the thing, kind of getting back people, Are completely comfortable with following the science. But it's interesting now because we have this dichotomy that they have to choose. We we have these two roads, right? They were completely comfortable with the science, but they aren't now. They were completely comfortable with the science when the science told them, when you're running outside in the woods by yourself, wear a mask. It's, you have to, right? It's for your own safety. It's also for grandma's safety. That's what the science told them to do. But then last Thursday, they're like, oh, don't got to do that anymore. Get stuck in your arm once or twice and you're good to go. But they're clinging to their mask. They don't want to take it off. It's comfortable to them now. It's comforting in a lot of ways. I wonder why. I mean, have you guys really thought about this? Because there is some sort of a psychological disposition for people to kind of seek out comfort, right? We, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. But if I were to venture a guess, I would say it's because these people are worshiping at the altar of science because they're materialists. And I know I don't mean in the shopping for new shoes sense. They believe that it's just us. We are just biology. We're just stardust. Science is God. I mean, you've heard people talk about the God of the gaps. It's basically like if you can't explain something, just say, oh, you know, God hasn't revealed that to us yet. But there's a God of the gaps argument within science as well, which it's like when you ask somebody, hey, can you explain this to me? Like the fine-tuning of the universe, it's like, oh, we can't explain it right now, but science will eventually get there. That's scientism. That's science having an eschatological explanation of what the what the planet is, why we're all here. And there's a growing number. Of people that believe that. And it's, you know, contrasting, and it's obvious, you know as the West, as we have this we're kind of falling off a cliff with people that actually believe in any type of Judeo-Christian ethic or any type of theistic ethic. And at the same time that that's happening, you have this uptick in people that are just basically worshipping at the altar of science. Now you can make the argument it's because we are biological creatures that are meant to worship, so we have to worship something. But then at the same time, you have to wonder, what is the direction of that worship? It it important to even talk about because these people, they're, they're trying to make moral arguments based on science, but there is no ought in science. You've heard other people make that argument before. Science tells you what is, but it doesn't tell you what ought to be. Science can tell you that this person has cancer, but it can't tell you that in a pre Genesis three world, cancer would have never even existed, that that's not what ought to be happening. Science can't tell you that you ought not stomp on the head of a child science can't do that it can help you explain how that happened and where it happened scientifically like crime scene analysis but it can't explain anything else but people are still worshiping at that altar and throughout this as we we kind of bring it to a close there's been a lot of random things that have come up there's been a lot of questions that i've been asked personally right? For this show, for Q and a episodes, or even stuff that I've just heard being asked out in the public. And so I want to kind of go through a few of those. The first question I've run into a lot is, is it really such a bad thing that people have waited for the CDC to tell them when it's safe for them to take off their masks? Is it really that big a deal to which I would respond? Why are you trusting your government to tell you what's safe for you to do? Why do you trust them? Especially after what you've seen in the last year, why would you give them more power? Because I just got to tell you this, if you waited to take off your mask until the CDC told you to, told you that you were allowed to, you are a sucker. You're an absolute sucker and a sheep. You're just like, okay, I'll just go this way and I'll just go that way. And it is completely, even people that I know really, really closely, and I'll just leave it at that. They're, they're checking the CDC before they go on a road trip. They're checking with the CDC before they go to a birthday party. They're checking with the CDC before they go to a different County to, to see if the COVID cases are up in that County, right? They're checking with the CDC. It's just so crazy to me. So yes, I feel like it's a problem. You're letting the CDC, which has again, been so wrong about so many things. You're letting them dictate what you're going to do with your life. That's a huge concern. Another question that's come up is what else has the CDC gotten wrong? And that's a question from me personally, because there are the things we know that they've screwed up the things that we know that they flip-flopped on, and then there's a bunch of things that we have no clue. We have no clue where they write about this. Because even just recently, again, this was not really big news, the six-foot guidance, you know, like six feet of separation, is basically bullcrap. It's, it's based on some one scientific study from like the 18 or 1900s that has not been proven in any type of a laboratory sense or, you know, been checked on. People just kind of accepted it like, oh yeah, six feet, let's go ahead and put stickers on the floor at Lowe's right? So what else has the CDC gotten wrong? Another thing is, is vaccine discrimination actually real? So vaccine discrimination, that might seem a little bit, a little bit crazy to you right now, but again, we have a signal now to show whether or not you've been vaccinated and that's your mask. Because if you're an honest person, if you have any type of character and you're not vaccinated, you will be wearing your mask whenever you go into public until, you know co-president biden or someone at the cdc or dr fauci tells you you can take that off right we've we've reached herd immunity which now they're saying isn't even possible isn't that also interesting but there's a good buddy of mine he's got a wife that uh, works for a gym i'll leave it at that and the gym basically said that hey everybody can come back to work and you can not wear your masks if you've been vaccinated and the wife basically responded to these people and said hey i'm not comfortable with that Because my decision as to whether or not get a vaccine is not really your business. As my employer, I understand we all work at a gym, but you're saying the people that work out of the gym don't have to wear masks anymore. But as staff, we do, but only if we haven't been vaccinated. That's going to create some issues because every staff member that's wearing the mask, that people are just going to assume they're anti-vaxxers without a conversation. Because there's kind of that negative, you know, thought process around people that are anti-vaxxing and you could be wearing a mask and not be an anti-vaxxer you could be wearing a mask for a myriad of different reasons and she pointed this out to to the the organization she's just like look you could be wearing a mask because you feel sick that day you might have a cold you could be wearing a mask because you have some other autoimmune disease but now all of a sudden the people that you work with are just going to assume these things about you so of course there's vaccine discrimination and then if you don't get vaccinated and you're out and about without a mask on you're 10 kinds of worse you're a demon essentially. So, yeah, vaccine discrimination is actually real. Another question that I've seen come up is, do you feel less safe now that the mask mandates have been lifted? And the answer is no. I feel just as safe. Because I'm a human being with personal agency and autonomy, I can make decisions for myself. But you have these people, even prominent people in the news, basically saying, I I have to relearn. Rachel Maddow, I have to relearn when I look at a face without a mask on it that that person's probably not trying to kill me. Like that, that person is probably a good person and I'm assuming that they're vaccinated and that they're being honest. Like, man, the, these people have just been walking around thinking COVID is just being shot through the atmosphere, trying to get in their nostrils. Like it, it's, it's just a hard thing to really even put into words because right now we're seeing what life would have been like if they had just said from the beginning and they being the, the government and, and the overlords that if you want to wear a mask, feel free. If you don't, you've taken your own risks. We're seeing that now. Because when you walk through Walmart now, there's no mask mandate at Walmart right now. But guys, when you walk through Walmart right now, how many people are wearing masks? 30, 40, 50 percent. The last several times I've been to Walmart the last couple of weeks, that's what I've experienced. Because guess what? I'm not even judging the people that are wearing a mask. If you want to wear a mask, knock yourself out. But I'm not going to wear a mask. A lot of these other people aren't going to be wearing masks. And that's okay. But we're, we're getting to see what that would have looked like. What would the numbers have been if people just could have made the decision for themselves? Because if you were really that scared about this virus, right? If you're really that terrified about it, then wear a mask. But how many people wore masks and still got it, right? I I wore masks everywhere, right? Everywhere that it was required of me, right? Every store, which was essentially all of them that required the mask. And I got it from my neighbor because we were in the same car for 45 minutes and he had it and didn't know it. That's how it goes. Another question that I get asked individually is, are you vaccinated or are you getting the vaccine? And I would just say, it's none of your business. You can probably make your guesses as to whether or not my family has gotten it. I've already told you that my entire family already had COVID-19, but in terms of whether or not we've gotten the vaccine, that's up to us. So whether we have gotten it are planning to get it or are planning not to get it, that is a personal decision of us. I will say just generically as an aside to that, I do have some concerns about the vaccine. Uh, you know the studies that are coming out show that the the efficacy rates are incredibly high, which is a tremendous blessing that uh they seem to be working very well, but there are some things to be concerned about and where my wife and I are is like we've already had covid nineteen right so there's some sort of immunity for some period of time that nobody can actually define to be being able to be reinfected with this right and it and it wasn't this horrible experience for us um it was just kind of a you know it was a, it was a nuisance for a few days. But there are concerning things that might be, ex- you know, perfectly explainable. So you probably saw that viral video of that uh, pharmacist where she basically opened up a brand new, box of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and right on top, you know, whenever you get stuff, it's like the instructions or here's the ingredients list. So there's this big folded up document, you know, kind of folded into the top of the box. And then she opened this on camera. She showed herself, you know, taking the seal off the box. She opened it up and she undoes this enormous piece of paper. It was like basically from chin to knees, this huge piece of paper that was supposed to have the ingredients or or all the things that were in the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And the document was blank. And my immediate thought was this, this was some sort of a mistake, you know, or this woman's just trying to get famous or trying to get fired or for whatever reason. But I have a friend who is a pharmacist. And I said, hey, can you check the next time you open up a Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Can you check that paper that's in there? You know, that paper that y'all just take out and throw away. Can you open it up and see what it says? So this person opened it up and it was the exact same thing, completely blank. That's enough to give me pause, right? I'm not saying... The most logical explanation for that is there was a misprint on the boxes, right? You know, they, they sent it to the print shop. The print shop didn't print either side. Like, you know, it just, it was a mistake and they already sent out a million of them. So they're like, okay, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and change it on the back end. But there's also a chance that they don't want us to know what's in it. So again, I am more on the side of the fact that this was an honest mistake by Johnson and Johnson, but there's a chance it wasn't an honest mistake. So. Again, I think you have to take all that into, into account when you are deciding whether or not you or your family is going to be getting this vaccine, especially now since they're approving the vaccine for children, right? Children and they're, they're doing tests on like newborns with this vaccine. It, you know, it just, it's a little bit concerning. But then I got a very interesting follow-up question from one of our donors actually. And it was, what do you think of Christians that are anti-vaxxers? And so I kind of flowed on my answer to this guy, responded to his email, and it's basically like, I think for the most part, vaccinations are a gift from God. It shows that we have been given agency and we have been given control and we've been able to subdue some parts of, of the world that could kill us, right? So if we were just chilling on the plains of the Serengeti, we might get, you know, trampled by an elephant or eaten by a lion or taken down by, you know, gang of hyenas or something like that. But guess what? We have areas now that those animals can't get into. We put a lot of those animals into zoos. They super can't get out of those places. We've subdued the earth and we've subdued danger in a lot of ways. We've eradicated diseases that that used to kill millions of people because of vaccines. I think vaccines are an incredible positive for people. I have concerns for individuals that are like, you know what? I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm just going to go to the chiropractor and, uh, you know, sniff some lemon oil or something. I have some concerns about that. Personally. But if that's what you want to do, you don't want to vaccinate, you know, your family and stuff like that, I think it's it's up it's, you know, it should be up for debate whether or not those kids should be able to be allowed in the same school. Because if your kid walks in and they get polio for some reason or something like that because they just wouldn't take the vaccine, that can have some impact on the people around them, which also goes back to the argument as to whether or not the vaccines work. Because if somebody walks into an elementary school with polio, no one else should get it, right? because they're all vaccinated and there's a bunch of other little diseases that you get, you know, whooping cough and all these, no one should get it. The vaccinations either work or they don't. And I know that there's an efficacy rate and it's never 100, but again, they either work or they don't. So Christians specifically, I understand the, the, the tendency to want to go towards things that are more natural. Right, you know, let's only go with the things that God gave us from the beginning. Let's let's do do all these natural remedies. I even know people that anytime they get sick or injured, they pray. They don't go to the doctor, right? I even asked a friend a while ago. I was like, "What if you broke your leg?" Because he was saying, you know, if he got the flu, he would pray. You know, if he if he had a sprained ankle, he would pray. And I was like, "Okay, I get it, but you let's say you you compound fracture your leg, right? You, You kick something, right? Like like Chris Weidman, and all of a sudden your you know bone is sticking out of the back of your calf. What would you have done in that position? And he really didn't know what to say. So I don't think that going to the doctor is a non-Christian thing to do. I think that that is a blessing that we have been given, that there can be things that can help treat ailments. I think that's a very important thing. So if you're a Christian and you're an anti-vaxxer, across the board with everything, I have some concerns about that. But again, that's my personal opinion. You have personal agency, you can do whatever you want to do. But the last question that I've seen, and then we'll wrap up with this, is, is COVID over? Is COVID-19, is the pandemic over? And the answer to that is yes and no, because we have full stadiums now. Even I heard Fenway Park in Boston, Massachusetts, very, very, very blue state. I think next week they're going to be at full capacity at Fenway. I don't think you have to mask. Um, we have a lot of stores that are opening up with, with a few exceptions. We have a lot of places that are just open now, you know, basically these school districts, these parents have tortured these school districts enough because they've tortured them back. Um, and they're opening up these schools. There's a guarantee that in the fall school will be back to normal. They're not going to be separated by plexiglass. They're not going to have to wear a mask on the playground when they're five years old. But the note part of it is, is I don't think that the media and the government want it to be over at least not through the midterms next year. Because if they can fear porn their way into keeping the House and the Senate here in the United States, I think they would. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of chicanery that went on with the election last year. I think that Trump lost it. But there was a lot of nonsense that happened around the election. Right. And if they can keep this going. It, because the news cycle is not going to get better for Joe Biden. It, it just won't. Because he's a buffoon. The people around him are evil. And the things that they're doing are bad for Americans. So I think it's not over in that sense. And then there's a practical sense of there are still people that are dying of COVID. And I don't mean to be insensitive with some of my comments today to people that have lost family members, people in my foxhole. I did a whole podcast on it. They've lost family members because of COVID. COVID is a real disease that has killed a lot of people, over a million people worldwide, right? But at the end of the day, it is waning. It's absolutely waning. There are variants that are coming out that, you know, can be taken care of with the vaccine. India is getting pounded right now, which is just random that in a country of a billion people that it it wouldn't have maybe burned through earlier, especially since a lot of those population centers are incredibly crowded. But yes, I think for the most part, COVID is over. And I think that for the most part, we should be getting back to normal life. If you're taking your kid to church and everybody in the family is wearing a mask and you don't see uh, a autoimmune or immunodeficient member of your family. I think that's an issue. I saw that in my church a couple of weeks ago. This father was sitting super far away from everybody and had his two kids that couldn't have been older than six or seven wearing masks. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Aside from causing psychological issues for your children that didn't need to be caused. I think that's a major problem. So yes, I feel like COVID is over for the most part, but some people are going to cling to it and that's just the way that goes. All right, guys, before I let you go, we are going to do a quick resilience boost at Undaunted Life. Our mission is equipping men to push back darkness with content like this podcast that forges spiritual, mental, and physical resilience. So I've got an article for you today. I think it's behind the paywall. So if you have to click through, uh, sorry, if that doesn't exactly work for you, but it is a countdown of Dr. Fauci's five biggest COVID flip-flops by Beth Bauman. So uh, it's interesting. If you have that many flip-flops that you can have a countdown, a top five countdown, that means you flip-flopped quite a bit. So make sure that you check that out. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. We do appreciate it. Wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you want me to come speak live at your event or on your podcast, all you got to do is email me at info at undaunted.life. That's I-N-F-O at undaunted.life. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok and like us on Facebook. You can also check out our website for everything else, including how to donate to keep more content like this coming. Just go to www.undaunted.life i'm your host kyle thompson remember keep pushing back darkness keep forging spiritual mental and physical resilience keep seeking the lion of judah